Well, hey there, friends and Woodside family. Welcome to another edition of The Link. I'm so thrilled that you've joined us today. Today we have a very important but sensitive conversation to take place, but I think it's important for us to talk about one of the elephants in the room for our generation, and that is church hurt. So many people have left the church all because they've been hurt or wounded. What do you do when the very people that God has called you to covenant with and to live in community with are the very ones that hurt you or wound you? Or what do you do when the leaders that you have entrusted your soul to, your spiritual development, turn around and do the unthinkable? Today we're going to have that conversation and we're going to discuss it with a very sensitive heart, but we also want to talk about it from a very genuine perspective. I am always blessed to be joined by special guests. So today, Pastor Brent Bailey is joining me. He is uh, now leading worship at our Troy campus, and I'm so grateful for you, Brent, for Mary, uh, your wife, and uh, so grateful for your ministry. God bless you, bro. Thank you. It's good to be here. Thank yeah, you for having me. Thanks for joining me. And then Miss Ellie Shupra, who many of you know and love, a dynamic and incredible leader, heading up our uh, Dream Center of Michigan and uh, leading such a revolution there in Pontiac. And again, I've known Ellie now for a long time, since seminary days. Yeah. And uh, you and Greg are a huge blessing. Thanks, Ellie, for joining me. Yeah, thanks for having me, Pastor Chris. I'm looking forward to our conversation. Well, I brought both of you because I know that you'll talk about this with honesty and uh, I think the proper uh, emotion that goes along with it. So Ellie, I'll start with you. You have uh, occupied leadership roles in the church, in uh, community development, and you have seen a lot of people go through church hurt. And I would imagine as a leader yourself, you've experienced your own fair share. So let's just define it. Let's frame it. What is church hurt? Sure. Yeah, that's a great question and a good place to start. And I would just keep it simple. First of all, I think the church is just the collected community of people committed to following Christ. It's the local visible community. Yeah. And hurt can fall into anything of misuse, insensitivity, and abuse. I think mm -hmm. there's a, a large spectrum, but it's something that happens within the church community to someone. Yeah, you know, when I think about that, I recognize there's a range, right? And in this generation where social media almost becomes an invitation to join into hurts that are not your own, that range can start with people who maybe uh, feel that they've been hurt, but it's more of a mild offense to those who have gone through, again, the unthinkable things that you wouldn't expect to happen even outside of the church. But before I go to Brent, what makes church hurt such a unique betrayal? What causes it to be such a deep devastation? Sure, that's a great question. And I think if you look at the scope of someone's life, there's two places that people think there should be complete safety, security, and unconditional love, and that's your family yeah. and the church. Yeah. And so when wounds happen in either of those places, they're deep. Yes. They're, then they're hard to overcome. Yeah. because the expectation was so great for something different. And, and in the church, it can, it can go anywhere from gossip yes. to rejection of someone not feeling heard, someone not feeling like they belong. It could be misuse of power. It yeah. could be 
the lack of leadership's awareness or ability to deal with unrepentant sin. Yeah. It can be judgment. It could be false teaching. I mean, I think there's a wide spectrum of things that happen on someone's journey in the church that can wound them. You know, I came to Christ at an early age, 13. And so the vast majority of my life have been lived around God's people. And one of the ways that I think about church hurt is the fact that when you spend that much time with any group of people, you're going to not only be hurt, but cause hurt. So I think that all of us at some point in the journey has been the source of hurt for others and certainly have been hurt by others. Brent, if people see you, they see your smile. You're known for that Southern charm <laughs> and, uh, and that kind disposition. And they probably wouldn't know the woundedness and devastations that, that you faced. If you would be willing to, can you share a little bit about your own experience with Church Hurt? Sure. Um, yeah, when I was a, a young teenager, um, I remember one morning, uh, it, was, it was a pretty, pretty rough day. Um, we got the news that one of my uh, close mentors and uh, a leader in our church um, was murdered. Mm. Um, and it was obviously, you know, very devastating. Yeah. Um, and then we, we were all questioning, you know, why did this happen? He... He, this man was was a godly man. He he um, he loved the church. He loved um, those around him. He was yeah. uh, just upstanding person in the community. You know he who this was in the middle of the night at his workplace. You know who would they didn't steal anything. They didn't oh. take anything. Like who would what kind of motive was there? And so we were all just questioning it for for a long time and. A few days later, my uh, my father, who's uh, he's in law enforcement. He was in law enforcement then, so um, he sat me down along with some of our friends, and and he said, uh, "I know who did it." Mm. And um, he said, "This this person um, was in love with with his wife, and they had an affair." And um, he told me the name. And this person was um, actually uh, uh, another really close mentor of mine wow. and leader in the church. Yeah. So you can imagine just the devastation alone of, of you know, one of your close spiritual leaders um, being killed. And then you find out two days later that, you know, it was someone else um, in the church. Um, so... It was a very formative season for me, yeah. for uh, so many. Um, just you can imagine the devastation of the, the victims and the, and the family, and, um, and it really affected us for a long time. You know, Brent, I really appreciate you being willing to share your heart. Um, Ellie, you have had to walk through your own uh, journeys of hurt, and you've walked through as a leader with others through their journey of hurt. Talk about what it means to walk with people through it and not just from a leadership perspective, but even as a friend, what advice would you give on how we can love people yeah. as they're journeying through church hurt? Yeah. Yeah. I think the first thing is, is that you have to remember what, what you're trying to achieve 
and yeah. that's healing. Yeah. Um, without healing and restoration, it affects someone's well-being. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes, everyone's well-being that's been involved in the mm -hmm. hurt. Mm -hmm. And so not to simplify it, because it's very complex, but for starters, I think you just have to recognize your hurt. Yeah. You have to name it and you have to understand its origin. Oftentimes as Christians, we don't know what to do with anger and hurt often manifests itself in anger. Yeah. Um, and we feel guilt and shame about that. Yeah. And God gives us a place to be angry and, and to share that with him. So I think, first of all, we just have to recognize it and name it. Second of all, I think we need to release forgiveness, and that seems so counterintuitive to us because sure. we're the ones that were hurt. We're the ones that were offended, and, and the question is, well, why do I have to offer the olive branch? But that's what God tells us to do. He tells us to release and to offer forgiveness to the people who have offended us. Yeah. But in that, then, simultaneously, we need to receive the restoration, maybe that you're speaking of, Brent, and that is, I, I love Isaiah 61. It talks about God taking destruction and ashes and making something beautiful. Yeah. And he can do that with our hurt in time, in time. And, you know, sometimes we have to go through that cycle lots of times, right, Brent? Right. Over and over again, it creeps up. Yeah. But we don't want the root of bitterness to take place in our lives because it will affect the glory and honor that we bring to God, and it will f affect the glory and honor that his church brings. Yeah. And I would say, run to Jesus. He is the leader of the church. He is the head of the church, and he will minister to you. Talk about church hurt. We very rarely think about Jesus. Uh, but when you think about not only was he crucified by his own creation, but our sins are first and foremost an offense against the holy God. It was our sins that drove him to the cross. I think running to Jesus makes a ton of sense because who better to relate to our hurts yeah. than the Savior who uh, was crucified for our salvation. You know, Brent, one of the questions that someone might be thinking right now is why not just leave? Why not just say, you know what? I'm done with this. I'm done with the church. Um, what would you say to that person? Yeah, it's a tough question to answer, right? Yeah. Um, why not leave? Well, I can tell you what caused me not to leave. Yeah. Um, what caused me not to leave was that that community, that support that I had around me yeah. um, was so crucial to my healing. Absolutely. Um, and uh, the community of brothers and sisters who can encourage me and yeah. give me wisdom and guidance. Um, that's that's so critical to have, yes. and um, and really my faith was what got me through um, that season. Um, yeah. yeah, Christ, He um, He is our good shepherd, yeah. and um, even though people are not good, God is. And yeah. when things happen, um, you know, we ask the question, why do bad things happen to good people? Uh, that's only happened one time, and that was to. <laughs> To Jesus uh, on the cross, reminder. and um, we are all, you know, um, we all need His grace, yeah, and uh, and forgiveness, and so. Well, I, I know I speak for uh, a ton of people when I'm say, I, I'm glad you stayed, you know, uh, but before we started recording, uh, I was sharing a story. I, I remember doing an interview with Ann Graham Lotz, daughter of Billy Graham, and if there was 
any family you would think would uh, be exempt from church hurt. You would think it would be them, but she shared a story with me on our program uh, about being in a power struggle at her local church, not one she invited or even wanted to be in, but based off of the insecurities of a leader and ultimately it led to the church that she loved dismissing her and her husband simply because they were intimidated by the influence of her family name. And when she was dismissed from the church during a worship service, um, she had to do this walk of shame and as congregation applauded. And she said that um, that led to two years of being away from the church. You know, Ellie, sometimes people do walk away. And in some ways, um, I sympathize with that because sometimes you need to step back and maybe uh, reconstruct your faith in God. Um, but it is a caution, I think, Ellie, to leaders that we need to know the devastation of our actions. I would love for you, uh, what would you say to leaders on how we can maybe uh, limit the hurt we cause to others? Sure. We need to be good listeners. Yeah. And we, I think, ultimately need to remember what God has called us to, and it is to be a shepherd. Yeah. Um, and that means to care for the flock. Yeah. And sometimes we don't want to because it takes longer than we want it to take. It's yeah. messier than we want it to be. Yeah. Um, but we just need to pause. We just need to slow down and remember what our call is in Christ. Yeah. We need to be good listeners. And we really, I can't encourage us enough to take care of ourselves. Yeah. Intellectually, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. Because when people come to us with their hurt, we need to be able to receive it. Wow. And if we're not in a healthy place, mm -hmm. we're not going to hear it. That's yeah. what I would say. I think that's good. I think that's really good. Brent? I would say in, in my experience, um, when, uh, when I stepped into ministry, um, really that whole experience for me has shown me that anyone is capable of anything. Um, we are fallen human beings apart from the grace of God. And so um, really uh, it's, we have to be on guard yes. um, always. And um, it's really caused me to be uh, um, really cautious. Yeah. And so uh, my, my charge to leaders is to, um, to be humble enough to recognize that you're not exempt um, and that uh, be humble enough to know that we need to put guardrails in our own lives to say, you know, yeah. you know, I'm not going to go to lunch with a female alone who's not my wife, or I'm not going to sit in a car with, with somebody or, or, you know, you name it, um, yes. put those guardrails and safeguards in, in your path. And then also accountability is so important for me, you know, mm -hmm. to have brothers in my life who can speak into me uh, yeah. and uh, ask me the tough questions and, and also just relying on the Holy Spirit's um, uh, guidance in, in my own uh, journey. So, I think that's wise. You know, the Bible says that we need to walk circumspectly for ourselves. So I think that understanding, but by the grace of God, uh, there go I. And that, again, my salvation doesn't somehow exempt me from my humanity. I'm still on this journey. But I also think, Brent, in listening to you, 
it's also a reminder that we need to have the right perspective about our leaders. Sometimes we exalt them to a status that's unhealthy. Now, every leader I know loves to be appreciated, so I'm not saying that we need to uh, maybe devalue them, but we certainly need to understand uh, their humanity as well. Um, any final words, guys, as we talk about this um, process of, of healing or overcoming church hurts, any final wisdom or words you want to share to help encourage people? Yeah, I, I think um, that it's so important to provide safe environments for people yeah. to share their hurts because a lot of times we don't know what kind of stories people carry with them. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, when you're in those settings of a small group or, or uh, when you have those relationships yes. with, with uh, brothers and sisters, you can um, be careful to foster that safe environment where people feel uh, that they can be vulnerable and they can share their, their hurts so that they can process in community and not in isolation. Yeah, that's good. Ellie? I would just add to that, I think the root of that is a humility and an approachability in a leader. And I think when people sense that in you, that's what creates the safety. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I just want to say that uh, I've learned a lot from you guys, but I'm also reminded today of Paul's words in 2 Corinthians 5.18, where he says that uh, we have been reconciled to God through Christ and given the ministry of reconciliation. Um, I just think it's really important wherever possible that if we've been hurt or wounded by a person that we seek to reconcile that. Um, there are times when either in marriage or in parenting or friendship where someone has uh, been hurt, uh, maybe by me, and I didn't even know it, right? And had I known it, I would want to correct it, you know, not my heart. And I'm sure it's happened in reverse. And so I think that it's really incumbent upon us uh, for the vast majority of hurts that we be willing to say, hey, Matthew 18 is clear. It tells me if I've been offended by my brother or if my brother has sinned or her sister, I need to go to them and be willing to work towards reconciliation. I think so much church hurt uh, could be resolved that way. But I also want to say, be willing to be a third party uh, that helps to bring two parties together that maybe have come to an impasse in their attempts to reconcile. You know, I think about the book of Philemon, and it's a small book. It's really easy to uh, skip over in your New Testament. It really is a book named Philemon in your New Testament, and it's easy to look over, but it tells a really powerful story about two brothers in Christ who are separated from one another, and it was such an impasse that the Apostle Paul had to step in. And there's no way reconciliation would have happened if Paul wouldn't have stepped in. So I just encourage, maybe you're the third party who could be a peacemaker between two uh, brothers or sisters in Christ that are separated. Maybe God can use you to help to bring them together. All of that saturated with prayer. Um, I appreciate you guys joining. Uh, we have resources that we also wanna recommend to you. Uh, in the postscript for this particular episode are resources that are designed to really help you to navigate through church hurt with both honesty and a hope for healing. 
Uh, before we let you go, I would love, Ellie, if you'd be willing to pray for us. Can you do that? Sure. Our gracious and heavenly Father, um, we are not perfect. None of us will be found perfect until you're coming. But in the meantime, may we be your people that are filled with grace and mercy and compassion and wisdom. May we be careful to steward the people that you've given to our care with incredible love. For those who are listening today that are harboring a hurt, I pray that maybe something said today would break through that, Lord, and they would be willing to come back to you, to come back to you, the great healer, who will open your arms wide and embrace them, and that there would be reconciliation in their life and that there would be healing in their life. I thank you for what you've done in Brent's life, Lord. Thank you for the healing that you've brought and that he is here and that he is leading worship um, for your glory, Lord. And so we trust that to be happening in other people's lives. And may we be instruments, um, as Pastor Chris has said, of reconciliation, reconciling man to man and reconciling man to God for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Appreciate that prayer. Listen, friends, we pray that this is a blessing to you. Please share it because there are many people who need to hear this. And if you have been hurt, maybe today's program was for you, an invitation to come back home. As Brent said, People aren't always good, but God always is. And so don't give up your faith in Jesus just because you've been hurt. Process through it and get the healing that God wants you to have. Hey, I can't wait till we're together again. Until then, enjoy your day, and I can't wait to see you on the next edition of The Link.